You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. I almost said Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> another episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Um, hi, Suzanne. Welcome back. Hi. Yeah, great to be back. Yes, and this is uh, Scott here. We are going to continue our conversation on Freaks and Geeks, um, a TV show that's set back in 1980 and lasted 18 whole episodes. We've covered all the way up until... Let's see, we covered up to 12, so now we're moving on to episode 13, which is called, now, Suzanne, make sure I'm right on this, Choking and Token, right? I think so. Like I said, it's a little hard to tell which episode <laughs> is, is what because number, because I think, yeah, different people are numbering them different ways, if you look online. Yeah, I'm going to look at my book that I have that came with the with the DVD set. I believe I'm right, yes, Choking and Token is 13. Yes. Okay. So this is a this is an interesting one. Um, we get to see a little bit of vulnerability vulnerability in it. Um, yeah. With Bill. Yeah. Well, this is one of my favorites, I have to say. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um. And we'll have to see. Uh, I gotta remember what what did Lindsay? What was Lindsay's? Oh, this. Oh, yeah, this is a good one with Lindsay too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay had a few good moments. <laughs> yeah. So I believe it starts out uh, with with Nick and Lindsay, and Nick uh, is really high and he's getting he's having lunch or something at you know the cafeteria. And Lindsay's like, oh yeah, we were supposed to go and get Denny's or something like that. He's like, oh, okay, I could do that too, and he's all loaded. But then uh, then he he. This is where it's, you know, it's like a drought in the pot world, and he finds <laughs> out that he can't get any pot from his, his, uh, his dealer there at school. Oh and no! Yeah, yeah. So um, that's kind of how it starts out with with Nick and Lindsay in this situation, and you know, Lindsay's just hanging out with them still. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if they're still, they haven't broken up yet. I don't know, have they? Have they broken uh, up already? I think they did. I think they had, yeah. They're just but kind they of friends just now. Kind of hanging around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he, you know, he's like all bummed out that he can't get any pot, and he's trying to get it from his friends, right? He's trying to mm-hmm. get it from uh, Ken and Danley. He's like, "Don't lie to me. I know you have some." <laughs> he's getting very, <laughs> he's getting very possessive of trying to get pot, which, uh, you know. I can relate to those times when, when we were in high school, I was very, uh, I, I smoked a lot of pot back then. And you know, there were, there were, there were definitely, there were definitely times when you're like, dang, man, nobody's had, nobody has any weed. Can't get anything. And, uh, you know, and that, then was, that was always up to you guys though. The girls never actually had to negotiate for any of that stuff. You know, it's funny. I, I was talking to my wife about that not too long ago 
and she's like, I don't ever remember paying for it. For yeah, it's hot. funny. It's like all, <laughs> the guy, it's always the guys. It just kind of was all over the place, but we women never paid for anything. No, we always no. like the guys always supplied it for some reason. Yeah, like substance, substance, uh, chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so they, they, uh, Lindsay or uh, Nick is like, you know, he's starting to try to get his, he's getting his head clear because he hasn't been smoking as much. And, um, and then they kind of cut away and they go to, uh, the scene with Bill and Sam and Neil and they're in class. Uh, and what class is that? I can't remember. I think it's history or something. And Bill has a total crush on his, uh, on teacher. Uh, what is her name? Name was uh, Miss Foot. Miss Foot. What? Yeah. What's what's the actress's name? I'm trying actress, to remember the actress. Um, the actress is Leslie Mann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, she's she's who very funny. Who was actually married to Judd Apatow. <laughs> oh, really? I did not know that. Thanks yeah. for that nugget. That you always get the uh, bring out those little little uh, nuggets that Trivia, I trivia. Yeah. So um yeah so they're talking and and Mrs. Foot is teaching and I don't know what he said he she started she sneezed or something. And they start got, talking about allergies, and he said, you know, and oh, and you know, bully Allen, of course, is in the in the same classroom. Mm. Uh, and Bill starts yeah. saying how he's allergic to peanuts and he could die if he eats one or something like that. And um, as we go through, you know, it, Allen, of course, making fun of him, and and is convinced but, that he's faking it. Right, he thinks he's, he thinks he's faking it. So I think it's like the next day or something. They went back and and uh, Bill is like he's embarrassed now because Miss Foot actually brings it up again or something like that. And then that that day at lunch is when Sam and Neil and Bill are sitting there having a sandwich. And Bill walks away for a second, and Alan comes over and puts peanuts in his sandwich. Yeah, sneaks it in there. Yeah, it's really yeah. obnoxious. Oh it, yeah, but I think the enough. idea was to prove that he was faking it, that Bill was faking it, and he was just like making all that up. Right, because uh, oh, later on he has a little, um, like a little monologue is about Bill's always lying about everything or something. I think Alan has a little monologue when he goes to yeah, he has him. like anyway. an epiphany type. Yeah. Um, confession. Yeah, we can we can get to that part when later, but yeah, this is why I like this episode. There's a lot of depth. The characters get to really show a range mm-hmm. that you don't really see in a lot of sitcoms. You'll maybe see them in movies, and you'll definitely see them in novels. But this uh, this sitcom takes that on and makes people so much less um, uh, so much less perfect than they might you know than they actually. <laughs> Than they usually portrayed, you know, as far as what their archetype is. Right. So. Yeah, they all have uh, the cracks in the in the armor, and they're they're not as yeah they're they've they all have their little mistakes and quirks and stuff, and it it makes makes it so real. It yeah. Makes, they it they does. really did a good job portraying just a a real feel, uh, trying to relate to a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So um. What happens when Bill eats a sandwich? Bill goes to the hospital. <laughs> yes, he does. And uh, Bill, yeah, Bill starts choking. That's where the choking, <laughs> choking and choking comes from. 
<laughs> so yeah. we now now know where the token and the joking comes from. But yeah, yeah. he ends up he ends up in the hospital. So you know he was serious. Yeah, I think what, what's the line that that like right when he's uh, Bill's, you know, biting into the sandwich and he's saying, "Hey, did you guys put something in my sandwich?" to to Sam and Neil, and mm-hmm. uh, and Alan's over in the background, you know, snickering, and he's like, "Uh." What should, what should we do now? Should we call an ambulance? You know, he's like being sarcastic and joking, and Bill just kind of goes, "Yeah, probably you, sh- you sh- probably should," or something like that. And then you <laughs> you see Alan and his buddy sitting there, and you hear a thump on the ground, and then then they're rushing Bill down the hallway on a gurney with the ambulance and everything. So a very uh, Bill. yeah, good job, Alan. Yeah, gets abused. <laughs> <laughs> So um, he ends up at the hospital, and he's in like a like a coma or something. He's like out, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. Seems like pretty a, serious stuff. Yeah, it seems like a couple of days of being out. So, and then uh, we'll get back to that scene in a minute here. Um, let's jump back over to Nick and Lindsay. Do you remember where they start going with that, where Nick was, you know, well, yeah, I think she doesn't she accuse him of being high too much, and yeah. he just kind of says, "Well, why don't you try it?" Right. And gives her her own joint to go, you know, experiment. No, so, <laughs> so here, she tries. So here's what happened. She was gonna, because he they were out playing basketball or something, and and the, his dealer came up to him and said, "Remember how there was a drought before, and well, now there's a flood," and so they got some, and and Nick was all. Hey, let's go back to the house and we'll just we'll smoke this up. And they shoot to uh, him and Lindsay like kicking back on the couch, and <laughs> and Nick has a pile of Pringles on his like he's laying down on the couch. And he's got mm-hmm. a pile of Pringles on his on his chest. <laughs> he's just eating them, <laughs> and they're listening to uh, a Rush song. Okay. It's a Rush song, and he's like, you know, because he's a drummer and he's paying attention and Neil Peart and all that, and uh, and she's like not getting it. She's like, I don't get this. What? Why does this make you happy? And then they have this argument, and that's when she says, I think you're addicted. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, starts yelling at her. And he throws the pot at her. He's like, See, I don't need this. And then he like gets all bent out of shape okay. and leaves, right? And mm-hmm. so she takes it home and she's, they had skipped school for the afternoon or something and she was at home. And so she start they go through this, uh, scene where she's trying to roll her own joint just to see what it's like. You know, she wants uh-huh. to try it. That's like, right. I, I recall that she, she has to roll it and everything and try yeah. to figure out what she's doing. And she can't she can't roll a joint for the life of her and ends up all crooked and lumpy and stuff and it's a funny rookie mistake for people that yeah have... well, what the heck a first time you know yeah yeah no that was actually it was not bad for first time so uh but then her dad comes home while she's like smoking it right mm. her dad comes home she he's like what are you doing here she's like what are you doing here. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, well, sh- you shouldn't you be home, or shouldn't you be uh, over at the other, you know, the the neighbors watching yeah, someone that kid. Their neighbor's house. Yeah, they got babysitting. She's supposed to be baby babysitting, and she's high as a kite. 
Right, and she completely forgot that she yeah. had committed to this. Yeah, and so she's trying to she's trying <laughs> to talk to her dad, and she makes him go away by saying, "I, I have woman problems" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want to," you know. He's you know automatically run away. I don't want anything to do with that. So, hang on one. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but she does. She has to. They talk her into. Oh, you have to go babysit for little Billy or whatever his name is. And right. <laughs> so, so she ends up calling Millie, right? Saying, you've got to save me. I can't do this. Yeah. So she goes over to Millie's house and takes Millie with her, you know, by talking her yeah. into it. And she's like, she, and they really did a good job of making her look high. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, she's, she's a terrific actress. Let's just put it that way. Oh, Lindy? So, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Linda, Linda Cardellini. I, I love her. I, I think yeah, absolutely. Great. Um, and I know that you relate specifically to her character, <laughs> but she really did. Yeah. She really nailed it as far as pulling it off as, you know, feeling, giving the good, the, the feeling of who, she, who her character was at that time. You know, she did a good mm-hmm. job. So anyway, um, sorry about all the noise. I'm trying to get one of my dogs wanted to come in. That's okay. I did hear some ice before though. I see you're oh, right here. Yes. You're, you're imbibing a bit. Right. <laughs> I, it's it's my kick back and relax. It's the podcast thing. I have to do it. It's I have not. <laughs> I always like to have a, a glass of whiskey while I'm doing the podcast. Just one, you know. It's, okay. it's a it's like a double, basically on the rocks. So anyway, um, okay. so Lindsay is high as a kite. She talks <laughs> Millie, and Millie's like, because uh, Lin, Lindsay talks her into it. She's like, thank you so much. And Millie's like, don't thank me. Thank your dealer. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> more like, she gets all like philosophical and, and religious with her, I think, over this whole experience. Oh, yeah. Like, and it gets. You're going to like make, thank your maker, you know? <laughs> so, so, um, Millie agrees to this and they have this kid and he's, I guess he's kind of trouble. And they're playing tag. And like Lindsay, after that, you know, they, they talk to the parents for a while. And he's like, don't don't let him tell you that, you know, he hasn't eaten because he has and he's had dessert and don't let him fool you into this and whatever. And Lindsay just you can just see it in her eyes. They did a really good job of making her eyes look all bloodshot and and uh, and just red all over. And as soon as the parents leave, she's like, I can't do, deal with this. So she goes <laughs> in the room into a bedroom. And she gets out the encyclopedia. I don't know if it was Britannica. Or Funk and Wagnalls, something. He, you know, she grabs an encyclopedia mm-hmm. off the off the bookshelf and starts reading it, and it's. What, did my timer? What I must have hit my timer. I forgot to start it. Oh. <laughs> we're about we're we're getting well, close. Say, yeah, I, we're about. Uh, I have fourteen minutes after eight. Okay, so. so we got about we got another five five ten minutes to talk about this. Okay. Um, okay. I think I can wrap it up in that time though. What do you you think? Let's try it. <laughs> okay, so um, so Lindsay busts out this encyclopedia and looks up cannabis or something, and so she's reading all about pot, all the different side effects. She's like reading it out loud, and and you see her following every word with her finger, like she's really focused on on what she's reading, and it's freaking her out even more. But uh, eventually, she gets past, it and they 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 end up with. Her, you know, the kid, they put the kid to bed or Millie puts the kid to bed and they're sitting on the couch 
and and Lindsay thinks that reality is just the dream of this dog that's of, laying of on the, the couch. Dog, that's right. yeah. <laughs> like the family dog is sitting there, you know, yeah. just innocently <laughs> with them. She's yeah. like, but what if we're just what if we're just a dream in this dog's head? She's like, don't wake up the dog. Don't wake up the dog. Yeah. And Millie. But just the silly things that you that go through your head, especially like this is her first time with this kind of an experience. So it's not even like something that she's used to, you know? Right. So. Right. Right. Like the first few times that I remember, you know, getting high, it was a completely different experience, you know, from a year or so later when you, you know, after being high so many times or whatever, you, you well, kind of know, know what, what to expect. expect. <laughs> you know what to expect going into it. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure you have a bag of chips handy. And... <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Man, we used to, we used to just go through the chips on the, uh, during those sessions. Anyway, so let's jump back to, uh, so that, that gets all wrapped up, you know, Lindsay comes down, Millie helped her, and that's, that kind of wraps that side of the story up. Yeah, um, Lindsay's very appreciative that, yeah. you know, Millie decided that she would be a good friend and Yeah, you're like my real, you're a real friend or whatever. I love you. Yeah. I love you, Millie. <laughs> anyway, so the other side of the story, we got to go back to Bill um, in the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's so concerned about Bill, and uh, this is Sam and Neil's chance. They have a weird little, uh, weird little interaction between Sam and Neil about Bill being a ghost and coming back like Casper and being their friend. And then they like <laughs> start, suddenly, suddenly the reality sets in. It's like, but that's not going to happen, is it? Yeah. And, and they, it gets kind of dark there. Anyway, um, so they're at the hospital and who shows up at the hospital for support? Maureen and Vicky, who's, you know, Neil has been cheerleaders. Yes. Yeah, cheerleader. Neil's been like trying to get, uh, get together with Vicky for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and all three of them have been in love with Maureen since, you know, four oh, episodes yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> so they're at the hospital. Bill is, you know, on life. Well, I don't know if he's on life support. He was, he's out. Uh, and Alan and his dad came to the thing and Alan's dad's like, you need to apologize and all this stuff. And, and Alan finally gets a chance to go into the room with Bill and Alan kind of spills his guts about, you know, I used to, I used to look up to you guys when I was younger. I wanted to hang out with you guys. And I, you think I don't like science fiction? I love science fiction. I want to go to those things, you know? But yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to go to some kind of sci-fi con with them mm. and they hadn't invited him or something. Yeah. This was just the, I just loved this moment in the series, like mm-hmm. uh, maybe one of my, you know, at least top 3 moments. Uh it just to have the bully sit there and make that kind of a confession mm-hmm. and be like, "Yeah, you know, I'm always on your case because you blew me off in what whatever it was, like fourth grade like or something." Third or fourth grade, somewhere. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really it was a beautiful moment where he apologizes and and admits that even though Bill is supposed is unconscious. So Yeah. Just rich, rich stuff. Yeah, it's so well done and Alan um who's the what's his name? Alan White, uh, Chauncey Leopardi. 
he did a great job in that little monologue that he had going yeah, on there. It, it, it was. was a, it was terrific. It was, it was really, really touching. Yeah, it was a really good scene. You bought it, you know. Right, and you bought it from a character who had been harassing and terrorizing them for the rest of the season. So yep. it's really kind of masterfully done, the way yeah. they give people, like, full lives, not just characterizations. Right. Um, so what happens uh, when, you know, after he, he leaves the room and later on Bill ends up waking up, coming out of the out of the problem, and everybody's all excited. And mm-hmm. Alan had one more minute to go back in and talk to him while he was awake. And, and Bill was like, he was, look, I'm, I don't know a lot of terms for that type of person, but, but from hearing the way a certain Jewish things are, are mentioned, he seemed like a real mensch. I think that would be a good word. Like he was, okay. Do you know what I mean? Does, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. Like he was just, he was being the, he was being super ultra cool and just being the best guy that you can be to Alan, even though Alan has been a, a bully of his. And he's like, he goes, yeah, yeah. I, I heard what you said. You know, I heard. Yeah, I love that moment too. I heard, I heard what you, you said. <laughs> I and, heard you. And Alan, he's like, he, he didn't want to admit to it at first either. Mm-hmm. He really didn't want to admit to it, but but Bill was just like super cool about it. He's like, you should go to the you should go to the sci-fi convention with us, you know. And he's like, I don't know, I, I don't know if I want to or whatever. He says, well, look, we're just meeting. Bill says we're we're meeting at Sam's house at uh, at ten o'clock. If you want to go, just be there. And he was just so cool about it, even though Alan has been a, a total jerk to him for the last several years or, or yeah. at least in high school we don't know what he was like before high school but but in high mm-hmm. school he's been done nothing but like you know terrorize these guys but here bill is being the better guy and saying come on with us man and then the episode kind of wraps up where sam and neil and uh gordon crisp they're all and mm-hmm. Bill. They're all dressed up, and Bill's like Doctor Who, and Sam is um, Luke Skywalker, and Neil is Yoda, and mm-hmm. Gordon. I still don't know what Gordon was gonna be, but he <laughs> because his mom's gonna put the makeup and stuff on in the parking lot before they go into the convention. Okay. So yeah. they, he says so they don't look like dorks going to the in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming from Gordon. I remember that was very funny. Uh, and then, so they're they're out there in the in Sam's driveway, and they're kind of getting ready to go and waiting for a ride or whatever. And you see Alan ride up on his bike, which is a classic bike, by the way. I don't know if you noticed the bike, but it's had the big banana yeah, handlebars, banana seat. yeah, banana seat, <laughs> and the big old huge handlebars, like the I think they like call them ape hangers on uh, on motorcycles. And then. Mm-hmm. And a little tiny wheel on the front and a bigger wheel on the back. It's just a strange looking. It's just a very 70s bike, 70s, 80s bike. And uh, he comes up and you see him and they kind of do a little zoom in on him. They, clo- they close up and he, he's looking at him. He's, man, I just can't do it. And he turns around and rides away. Yeah. Yeah, he goes like right up to the driveway. Yep. Kind of behind go. the hedges still. Yeah. And, and he couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's rare that they can get you to feel that kind of sympathy for 
somebody who's been the villain, you know? Yeah. You know, they reversed his, his role and made it seem mm. like he was the one that was left out of the of the group that he wanted to be part right. of. And then he turned on them and became the bully. And now he's, you know, he's he still wants to be part of that little clique, but he just can't bring himself to do it. It's deep. Yeah. It's deep stuff. Very, very, True. very, uh, so close to uh, so many things that people deal with in reality. So. Mm-hmm. Love it. And, anyway. Yeah, just very unexpected. Yeah. So do you want to okay. wrap this one up real quick so we can try to get a couple more in under the uh, yeah. wire here? Sure, sure. Yeah. So I think there was maybe one other mm. funny moment when or oh, few yeah, moments please. where poor, poor Lindsay is, you know, high off her gourd and the kid that she is babysitting for like finds her like she's tra- off trying to like hide and let Millie take care of things. Yeah. And he's like asking her all these questions and she's just kind of like, no, go away. No, leave me alone. No, what, what are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, I think, he, I think they were really playing freaked out. I think they were playing tag like, or, or hide and seek or something. Yeah, or and he comes and running and he goes, and he found her. you're it. You're it. <laughs> she just was freaking out. Didn't know what the hell to do, but it's just a very, a moment of silliness that was <laughs> just one of those awkward moments that they love to throw in. Oh yeah. But anyway. So, Oh, um, let me run down the music real quick on this one. Oh, great. I did not grab my glasses. <laughs> oh, the Charlie's angels theme is on this one. I loved Charlie's angels when I was that age. <laughs> well, actually earlier than that, but even so. Oh yeah, I love Charlie's Angels too. Um, I think my favorite was Cheryl Ladd. Yeah, she she Which, did yeah. it right on that show. <laughs> um, Smoking by Boston was on there. Okay. Uh, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen, great song. Big song, yeah. Heidi Ho by Blood, Sweat and Tears, and I believe that was the uh, the joint rolling scene where Lindsay was in a room on with a <laughs> record mm-hmm. you know rolling it on a on an LP on a album cover whatever um Aqualung by Jethro Tull Little Green Bag by George I that one, George yeah. Baker I don't know that one I, I'd have to go back and see what it is what it is uh, Baby Don't Get Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me Mac Davis that was a conversation yeah. that she and Millie had that was kind of cool too, you know. I used yeah, to right love, around the. T- <laughs> I used to love Mac Davis. <laughs> right when they're reminiscing about when they were like more innocent, you know, and yeah, totally. uh, they're hanging out on the the couch with like the plastic slip covers on it, trying to like Lindsay's kind of coming down, and I think that's right. when she does the monologue about the dog, <laughs> the yeah, dreaming yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, some great music in this. That's one of the other things I've always loved about this whole series. Um, they always put the best music in these things. It's Excellent. such great, great, great choices. Um, and, you know, like the Billy Joel stuff that you love so much in episode seven or was it seven? <sighs> seven? Yes. Yeah. With more. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's seven. But in any case, that's yeah, anyway. the Billy Joel episode. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, that about wraps that episode up. We will go ahead and wrap this episode up and say, uh, Go and, you know, leave reviews. And if you want to get a hold of us, look us up on Facebook or Twitter at Bonsai Retro Club. 
um, it'll all lead back to us eventually. And uh, be excellent to each other and have a good whatever. Good night, Suzanne. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, good night. All right, bye. You're getting that look in your eyes And it's starting to worry me I ain't ready for no family ties Nobody's gonna hurry me Just keep it friendly girl cause I don't want to leave Don't start clinging to me girl cause I can't breathe Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me Cause I'll just use you and I'll set you